been any time on Twitter in the past 48 hours that you heard about our next story. Rapper B.O.B. blowing up Twitter with his theories on the actual shape of the Earth. Rapper B.O.B., perhaps you know him for hits like Airplanes and Nothing on You. He firmly believes that the Earth is flat. He's on a Twitter mission to prove it, and he says he has photographic evidence and that we've been fooled all this time. You know, guys, first time I heard Nothing on You, I definitely thought this B.O.B. guy... He is the one to finally take down that asshole Aristotle. <laughs> take him down. Seriously, though, these tweets are amazing. The horizon is always eye level. Once you go flat, you never go back. Where is the curve? Um, B.O.B., if you're looking for the curve, you gotta call Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> that is a man who did not deny science. He did not, am I right? I'm not lying about that. Okay. Anyway, so this thing went viral, and even world-renowned super scientists in front of the night. The show Neil deGrasse Tyson got involved and refuted some of B.O.B.'s retrograde nonsense, which prompted B.O.B. to release a diss track called Flatline. Here's the taste. Neil Tyson need to loosen up his vest. They probably write that man one hell of a check. Flatline, flatline. You got me once, but that died. Ay. Oh! just got real, y'all. Uh-oh. I'm gonna tell you, looks like we've got ourselves a code red science emergency. So I'm gonna have to do something I rarely do. I gotta hit the science panic button. Science emergency defense program initiated. Science emergency defense program initiated. Oh my God. Science emergency defense program initiated. <laughs> This B.O.B. BS about the Earth being flat is getting out of control. Can you please help us? All right, ho hold my sandwich. Oh, sure. Okay, good. Sorry. Here, you take that. Here, here. You want to? Oh. Oh. oh, my God. Okay. Oh. 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 All right, listen, B.O.B., once and for all. The Earth looks flat because, one, you're not far enough away at your size. Two, your, your size isn't large enough relative to Earth to notice any curvature at all. It's a fundamental fact of calculus and non-Euclidean geometry. Small sections of large curved surfaces will always look flat to little creatures that crawl upon it. But this, but this whole thing is just a symptom of a larger problem. There's a growing anti-intellectual strain in this country. It may, it may be the beginning of the end of our informed democracy. Of course, in a free society, you can and should think whatever you want. And if you want to think the world is flat, go right ahead. But if you think the world is flat and you have influence over others, as would successful rappers or even presidential candidates, then being wrong becomes being harmful to the health, the wealth, and the security of our citizenry. Discovery and exploration got us out of the caves, and each generation benefits from what previous generations have learned. Isaac Newton, my man, said... I have, if I have seen farther than others, it's by standing on the shoulders of giants. Get an amen. So 
That's right, B.O.B. When you stand on the shoulders of those who came before, you might just see far enough to realize the Earth isn't flat. And by the way, this is called gravity. Hello and welcome back to Everybody Knows. This is episode four. Today we're talking... We're talking something a little bit crazier than normal. Maybe apply a little tinfoil. Maybe just think about it with an open mind. Today we're going to talk about the earth. Whether it's flat or not. We're going to talk about anarchy. And volunteerism. And uh, you were just listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson. He said, uh, well, the debate's over. <laughs> I got my man Johnny Melrose here. Johnny, is the, is the debate over or do we have something to talk about? Uh, no, clearly it's over. I mean, he dropped the mic on us, and he told us that uh, gravity, <laughs> boom. And uh, it's so funny that uh, just to really, uh, why are we even getting into this? Well, think about all of the theories that were taught that are theories, but are they facts or theories? And so uh, this is a fun one for me and uh, Dave to get into today because we're talking about a bunch of things that society has deemed to come to conclusions on, but maybe they're not exactly what we're being told just kind of like the theme right does everybody know that the earth is flat well let's talk about that for a minute um how long did we know that the earth was flat <laughs> a few hundred I think, years maybe. um i think we're talking about 1920 they were still teaching in schools in the united states that the earth was flat it was shortly after that uh that it wasn't based on some of the research i tried to do to prep um so it would seem like through most of humanity, they would have believed it was flat. Yeah, that's right. Um, for a long time. And uh, more recently in the common era, we have uh, evolved and gotten smarter, as they try to tell us. Um, <laughs> and when the thing that I think when I start looking into this is that I find that uh, maybe there's a few flaws in um, some of the logics. And uh, maybe there's other ways to describe what's really going on. Um, so digging into a topic like this, the other thing that I think about is the usual, the usual suspects, you know, uh, government gets involved, um, the star system gets involved and all of a sudden you have all kinds of information trying to tell you what to think and they're fending for your thoughts. And, uh, so I like to think for myself. So, uh, and I know that, uh, Dave feels the same way. So, uh, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll dig into these, uh, topics and maybe we'll start off with that very basic first uh, statement everybody knows that the earth is a globe uh, how do you feel about that <laughs> um, this is a tough one um, I first came across this back in 2016 and honestly I found it so interesting and entertaining I know most people just want to dismiss this they probably already turned off our podcast um, <laughs> but I I don't know. There, I had so many questions. I was so entertained by the videos I was watching. Uh, there was amazing, amazing footage, or not footage, uh, content on YouTube, and all has which you know been suppressed since and replaced with just this absolute nonsense. If you Google the flat Earth or YouTube it now, it is complete horseshit. You can't find anything good and. The truth is, I know people that believe it's flat, and none of them think the stuff that you find on YouTube or on Google, or in the Flat Earth Society, or all any of these things. 
it has been censored so heavily that that gets my attention. It's like, why can't people think that? How is that dangerous? Why do you need to censor it? It's it's all kind of interesting. Yeah, what are they worried? What are they worried that we're going to find out? If it was such a ridiculous idea, then why do they care if we think about it? If there's, like, what would happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like it's pure comedy, right? So yeah. why not just have it on there like any other comedian has their stuff? I, I don't really understand uh, other than maybe they're hiding some truths. Um, and so that's what got me to look into this because basically from my experience uh, going down the rabbit hole till about 2016, you know, I, I stopped. I haven't really been a conspiracy theorist guy since. Everything that you look into, you find out you've been lied to about. And so, I don't know, could they lie about this? Is this too big of a lie to tell? I can tell you that I'm not here to try to tell you either way. Uh, we're going to examine some of the evidence on both sides. And coming down the line, we've actually, we've been discussing with uh, somebody who definitely believes the Earth's flat. His name is Dave Weiss. Uh, he goes by Flat Earth Dave. Uh, you can check out his podcast called the Flat Earth Podcast. And he's got a YouTube channel called D-I-T-R-H. That uh, is an acronym for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. Um, and he goes through this stuff like it's it's his full-time job discussing Flat Earth. I've listened to him on radio shows. I've checked out his channel. A lot of it's very interesting. It's super interesting. So I'm not here to convince anybody either way. And I, I'm not sure that you are either, Johnny, or maybe you are. We'll, we'll find out as we go through this. But uh, we're going to let Flat Earth Dave kind of uh, try to convince us in a week or two. So we're just kind of getting some uh, some basic stuff down and so that, you know, you, you can be more prepared for that in-depth uh, version of it, I think. Would that be accurate? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, you know, kind of like you, I think it was around 2015, 16 when I started seeing some of this come out. And um, it was all information that was never really presented <laughs> in my whole life growing up. And it was like, oh, that's interesting. And then you start like, okay, well, that is a good challenge. And you kind of start going down the path of, well, what is real and what's not real? I mean, and that is a really challenging thing um, in any topic. So, um, you know, one of the funny things that I always found is like, how long have globes been around? You know, like you have globes from like the 15, 1600s, I think. I'm not sure exactly. Maybe we can look up an actual date. Um, but, you know, uh, when did we actually confirm the flat Earth theory? When did we actually get into space to look at the Earth to actually observe a lot of these predictions? And, you know, they say that they use trigonometry and all these things to do perfect math. And the numbers are just like perfect. It's 25 miles circumference, you know, 25, uh, sorry, 25,000 miles circumference of the Earth. And they just know yeah. exactly the system that we're in. And it's like, well, it seems so perfect. Um, that I started asking some different questions. I'm like, you know, even when it comes down to things like the sun and the earth, uh, the sun and the moon, it's like, well, it just happens that the moon is 400 times bigger. And you can actually, I, I, I just double checked the numbers on, uh, you know, I Googled it, right? Because you Google, yeah. Google everything. So, you know, you said the moon's bigger, but the, they say the or, sun's the 400 sun. times bigger and, yeah. and it's 400 times further away. And that's right. how we get a perfect eclipse. Like, I, <laughs> When I started learning about this, I, I thought the sun was probably the biggest question I had because they tell us it's 93 million miles away. Um, yeah. It's minus 30 where I am. And what is it? Plus 30 where you are? 
And how many yeah. hundred miles away are you? 300? <laughs> Not that far. Like a four-hour flight, maybe. Maybe three. Yeah, so how many... I don't even know how many hundred miles that would be. But let's be real here. If it's 93 million... Good thing it's not 92.99 or we'd all be fucking <laughs> fried to death. And if it was 93.1, it'd be a goddamn ice age. I mean, the magic yeah. involved in this uh, globe stuff is absolutely yeah. wild. And that's just one example. We'll go through more like gravity, well, which has never been scientifically proven. It's a theory, which what like what is gravity real or not? Well, how do we explain what goes up must come down? I want to touch on something really quick. Um, when you talk about... Uh, you know, how it's like this perfect system 400 miles away. It's like, well, we're also told that it's the Big Bang Theory. And I don't know if you've ever seen a firecracker go off. <clears throat> but things go in every direction and it's like a chaos system. And it's not a perfect system. And yeah. uh, But then magically we have these patterns that show up for thousands of years in our experience. But that would never happen. You can never replicate that in any kind of a pattern in anything that you do. Which just makes me think, like, what is the reality here? Yeah, it's all kind of crazy. So why don't we start with the the globe theory that we learned in school, right? So like we're like five years old going into school. The first thing you see, globe on the desk. What do they teach us about the solar system? Uh, I can remember asking questions in like grade one, like how, how do people walk upside down in Australia? And the teacher's <laughs> like, well, gravity, you know, like, oh, okay. And then you, you know, you go on the rest of your life and that's just the answer. Um, but if we take a look at this globe, this little blue marble that they present us, I like it. I hate even thinking it that this can't be true, you know, like that people would lie to us and get away with this and stuff, but it involves a lot of magic. Like, and every episode so far, I've mentioned I don't want to believe anything that I can't prove in a court of law because only facts should be accepted in court unless the other lawyer is a complete dickhead and allows theories to be presented as facts. <laughs> but, you I mean, all you have to do is ask for them to be stricken from the record if it's not concrete evidence. Uh, so I have questions. Like, A, gravity cannot be proven. It, it, there's no, they can't scientifically prove gravity. Even uh, big boy Neil deGrasse Tyson has sound bites of him going, I don't know what it is. Like, oh, okay. But you know it's there, right? Um curved water this is something uh, you can do all the experiments you want that's what science is about is about doing experiments uh, that are repeatable and no you can't curve water never mind repeatable yet 70% of our earth is supposed to be water and uh, balls holding it to itself upside down spinning a thousand miles an hour going around the sun at I believe 60,000 miles an hour and chasing the sun through an infinite galaxy at 500,000 miles an hour. Yet the mm-hmm. water stays in place. Um, that's like that's a, that's a lot of motion, man. A uh, tornado, for instance, is between 200 and 300 miles an hour, I believe. A good strong one that destroys towns. Uh, if you drive down a highway and stick your arm out the window, it'll pretty much rip off. That's about 60 miles an hour. And yet I'm told that I'm walking down the fucking street spinning a thousand miles an hour. Like imagine landing a plane on something moving that fast or like I play golf trying to put the ball on the green. Like give me a break. Like if you think about it like that, it's like impossible. But then they come up with the magic again, right? Because the atmosphere is like Velcro with the earth spinning. What? Like, ah, 
take uh, get, get us back here like am, am i crazy or are all these things actual magic or am i just ignorant on it like has gravity been proven have you seen that well i would say that um i was super into science especially through school and you know it's it, the earth is presented to us when we're growing up as a closed system right uh just like you say like everything stays within the atmosphere and that means that everything moves the same way even though mm-hmm. uh, when you do physics it doesn't really work that way on any other um, model that you can replicate on earth only earth works that way which is interesting um yeah and uh you know the other thing that i always found kind of interesting is like when you start doing physics and you know i'm not an astrophysicist or a super scientist like they they say (laughs) which is a really funny term for me neil degrasse tyson the super scientist (laughs) um anyway but actor uh the actor, yeah. Um, it, I find it interesting, you know, you have these things like coefficients of friction. It's like, oh, I always thought like, well, where did they get the coefficient of friction? How do they know that the coefficient of friction is 0.21 or 0.005 or depending on what, what surface? And, um, you know, it's interesting that you can actually re, uh, re-engineer all those numbers if you deal in something else that's been around for a long time, a science that actually um, would do all the things that gravity does without having the magic element. Uh, I, I think, I don't know if you touched on it, but that's called density and buoyancy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We haven't brought that up at the podcast yet, but that's how I understand what goes up must come down is density versus buoyancy. So for example, if you're underwater and you blow out an air bubble, the air is lighter than the water, so it will rise and, mm-hmm. uh, the rain droplet will fall because it's heavier than the air. So it's always just density versus buoyancy. That's a repeatable science experiment. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know about this uh, gravity thing where they just tell us from every direction we're being pulled to the middle of the earth. And perhaps it's true, um, but it's not something that can be proven. So I have my questions about it. Yeah, it is definitely a theory. I know there's people that work heavily in this, especially if you're, um, you know, you spend all your time in the classroom doing calculations or you're building things or you're an engineer, um, what you account for. That's actually the second thing we wanted to get into is that, you know, everybody knows that gravity is the force that keeps the universe together. It's like, well, then again, it's also a theory. So if it's just a theory, what are the other options? And it's interesting that if if we're being presented uh, a theory as an option in school, how come there's no other theories that they present to us? They present us theories like they're facts because there's no other options. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Right? Yes. And, yeah. Or they give us this idea where there's only two options. For instance, with this whole topic, we're talking, well, the Earth is either globe or the Earth is flat. Well, maybe most of those are half-truths. How come there's not a third option? The Earth is a video game that we're playing inside of, you know, that that we're, you know, who knows? Right. Like, there's other there's other things outside of the box, but we were taught this, these dichotomies one way or the other. It's either this or it's that. And then when you make the choice, well, then you've bought into uh, the narrative one way or the other, right? Um, so, yeah. So I don't know if it's either, to be honest. I always say there's X probability of lots of stuff, like a simulation. We could literally be in the metaverse already. I mean, just look at how close humanity is putting on these fucking goggles and living in the metaverse that could have happened before i don't know like i i don't know would we be able to tell as the characters in these games probably not do i think that's a little batshit crazy yes i would give it a very a very low probability i think we're living creatures 
on an earth. I don't think we're in a video game, but it doesn't matter what I think. It kind of matters what's provable and what's real, right? What's the truth? I don't know. We're going to keep exploring and hopefully we do figure out the truth. I'm looking very much forward to our guest in a couple of weeks. I know his channel's great. He's got lots of stuff that makes me think. And I think yeah. thinking's important. People forget to think. They don't want to challenge things like this because A, it just it bothers them that they could have been wrong their whole life. And B, because yeah. they're probably too lazy to think for themselves. They'd rather just be told. But after looking into this, man, I have a lot of trouble with the globe theory. I, I think it's very likely that we're being lied to. But that doesn't mean it's flat. Like, at all. So we have to examine things that would prove that it's flat. According to the dimensions that NASA provides us with, it's supposed to be 8 inches per mile squared of curvature on a 25,000 mile circumference to make this perfect spinning ball. 8 inches per mile squared curvature, you should be able to find this on the Earth, right? I've personally, because I thought this is all crazy and I can just go to the beach and I can look across to the other beach, which is a few miles away, and zoom in and and see if it's true. The beach should be underwater there, right? If the curvature is real. And I didn't see it there, which would mean it would have to be made up somewhere else. And as you start going through these YouTube channels where people are like absolutely adamant about the earth being flat, uh, you see other people doing these experiments. And mm -hmm. I don't have the best examples off the top of my head. I'm sure our guest... Uh, uh, flat Earth Dave will, but there's a lot of people that have done this with those Nikon cameras that have like an 80 times zoom. And mm -hmm. you can see everything that should be well below the curve, including the Statue of Liberty, which can apparently be seen from like, I can't remember, so I shouldn't even say it, but something like 50 miles away, which would put it thousands of feet under the ground. Um, but no, it's right there. You just have to zoom in. Um, I've seen down in mexico myself trying to screw around with this but you start to see boats get far enough away where it appears they're disappearing and going over the curve but then you put the binoculars up to your eyes and well it reappears so it's almost just a perspective thing yeah i don't know i, I just i have so many questions can you uh, elaborate on the, how our eyes work in terms of the perspective yeah, there's a couple of interesting things. You know, we always watch these movies with pirates in it, and they always have, you know, the telescope. And you're like, well, what are they really doing? We know the Earth is curved. Once the boat gets far enough away, how can you even... They can't even see what's over there anyways, right? But then now we have technology, and we, we zoom in on things. Oh, well, shoot. Actually, maybe it's not the way we thought it was, and maybe you can see much farther than you, <laughs> uh, than you might even imagine. And when you go by the actual math of what the Earth is and how it's supposed to be curved... Just like you said, that this is where I started breaking my idea of, okay, well, maybe the Earth is not shaped exactly like it is. Maybe it's shaped slightly different. Uh, and who knows how flat or curved it might be. But what is the actual landscape I'm living in? And this is when I started getting interested. Like, okay, what am I living on? <laughs> you know, And why is it such a big state secret um, since the information seems to be like pulling teeth to get at? Um, yeah. So... Uh, it, yeah. It's obviously very weird to even hear this for the first time tuning in. You must be like, what the fuck are these guys smoking? <laughs> yeah. Actually yeah. stone cold sober right now, believe it or not. And I mm -hmm. I don't know what we live on. I can say that and as a fact. I have no idea. I could never pr prove in a court of law that the earth is a ball. 
Uh, never. Not with the dimensions they gave us because I've looked for curvature and I can't find it. Other people can't find it. Um, there's a $200,000 reward for anyone that can find it from this guy called Flat Earth Millionaire on YouTube. Apparently no one's came came forward with the proof. Like, this is crazy as shit. Uh, not even too long ago, one of these flat earthers had a challenge just like that. I believe it was for 10K. I wish I had it up in front of me here. Um, but the, the flat earth guy took the globe guy to court to collect his money. And the courts ruled in favor of the flat earth guy. Uh, I tweeted about this not long ago, I believe. I have a picture saved somewhere on my phone. So that's weird. Like, <laughs> if, if the courts, like I said, I always go back to court. Well, this guy literally tried to prove the curvature and the, the ball theory in court and couldn't. Because there's just, it's not concrete evidence. You can't be like, well, well uh, NASA said that or some guy. That's just hearsay evidence. That's garbage. Well, what about uh, pictures? Okay, everyone listening, type in your Google browser. I'm going to do it right now. Pictures of Earth. Dun, da, da, da. Wow, would you look at all this bullshit? Not one <laughs> of them even looks like it could be a photograph. They're all drawings. Literally, everything I'm looking at right now is a fucking drawing. 100%. At best, CGI, complete drawings. This is absolute insanity. NASA has a $60 million a day budget. And not one photograph of Earth. What the hell is that? Yeah, but they have all these kinds of tools out in space that can shoot pictures so far away, but they can't just turn around and just take a picture of us. <laughs> not one picture. Johnny, yeah. like, this should be all the red flag that anyone needs. A girl can't even go to the bathroom without 15 selfies. We don't have one <laughs> actual photograph of Earth. They all look different. The continents are all different sizes. The colors are different. They all have the exact same perfect little round marble shape, but then everything else is different. That's right. So and I have a friend that I, I spill conspiracy stuff on, and I said we were going to talk this on the podcast. I told him, I don't know, man. I was like, take a look at these pictures of Earth. Tell me these are real. So this, this uh, fellow, every time I tell him something crazy, he'll come back with an article in two seconds. He'll Google it. Well, here's the explanation for this. Uh, these pictures are all taken from different angles and different distances. That's why they all look different. Okay, great. So take 17 pictures of me and tell me why my nose would be fucking 15 times larger in some of them. Like, it just doesn't... That's not a good enough explanation. And on top of that, with it being different distances and everything, why is the Earth the exact same size and shape in every photo? Just the continents change, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to be spinning and stuff, so they won't always be the same continent showing. But just none of them match. None of them look like the same person, if you know what I mean. So I find that a little bit a little bit too weird for me. NASA, obviously, I think they're the biggest fraud in the world. They're moon landing. What a fucking absolute bunch of junk. You got to check out this moonar, whatever they call it, moon... Was it module? I don't know. The mod- whatever yeah. the hell that, that tinfoil and shower curtain rod thing was. That they told people yeah. they went to space in in, in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, we haven't gone back since. Uh, we accidentally destroyed the technology and it would be too painful to rebuild. And uh, and that's oh not my. me just saying that. That's an actual NASA scientist quote that I'm sure mm-hmm. we can bring up later. Um, man, yeah, when, when we have our guest on, we're going to have 
and we're going to be getting this podcast in video form soon. So when we have this guest on, he's going to be able to show you all this stuff. Me saying it's not going to be good enough. You're going to need to Google pictures of Earth. Okay, and you'll see their absolute nonsense clearly. But that doesn't mean it's flat. That just means NASA's lying. Obviously, they have a reason to lie. It's called $60 million a day. Uh, and that's just the U.S. space agency. They're all over the world. And people go, well, how could everyone keep this a secret? And dude, look what they just did with this virus. They convinced people the flu was something else. Everyone's in on it. Just like this, everyone would have to be in on it. Well, there's a lot of people not in on it. There's a lot of people telling you it's flat, including, and not limited to, um, Mick Jagger and Dave Grohl, who just released a song called, uh, I think it's called Easy Sleazy, where in in that song uh, released this year, they say the earth is flat. There's a lot of people that say this stuff. There's been uh, rappers uh, that have been outspoken about it. There's been... Oh, I don't even know. I mean, there's just there's people saying it, but no one listening, basically. Um, mm-hmm. What else is suspicious? I mean, so the NASA stuff, obviously, I just thought, okay, well, I'll just, how can they have pictures of Earth if it's not real? Well, then I looked and none of them are pictures. So what's what's another thing that makes you suspicious of this? Um, well, there's a lot. I mean, the one great question, and actually another big topic, you know, this one, uh, everybody knows that we've gone to space. Um, and anyone that looks into it for <laughs> even a few seconds, you know, th- there's a video of Stanley Kubrick. I'm pretty sure that he's si- he, he literally says he filmed it and that it was a hoax, right? I mean, but then you could say, well, yeah, he did say that. Sh- he did. And so, okay, well, well, if that's not enough evidence, other than the fact that all of the technology doesn't seem nearly robust enough to make the trip um or a lot of the things don't add up it's like um even if you thought well it's way insane for them to come up with all these things why would they ever do that that's a question that you just asked and um one thing i'd like to say is that people in power how do you keep power and um one of the ways you do it is you create a control system uh, well one of the big things that we talk about is that there are control systems that the that governments put in place or power the people in power use to help um, keep their power and one of those things that you can say is like okay well would the shape of the earth be something that they could use to um, to create a control system and you could say okay well they've always had this dichotomy it's either flat or round well for a long time it was a flat earth if you went too far you'd fall off of it so maybe that was a maybe that's what people thought back then and that's what kept a certain amount of control as far as people to explore too far so that they had um, control of the resources at a distance um, so that they had control of people's perceptions and potentially even their fears. Um, and then finally, you know, the word gets out that there's a new world. Cool. Okay, well, now we get there, but maybe they don't want people to find out what's beyond even what they've found so far. So we have a new control system that's come into place called the globe model. And they made the flat earth model seem ridiculous because now we've educated ourselves. And the globe model seems to me to be a perfect um, control system because it would make it so that no one else can explore anything else except for the people that have millions, billions, or trillions of dollars to do all the space exploration. So, um, you know, or these private companies that uh, are poised as heroes. So, I mean, what um, I just, when I think about what flat earth versus globe earth is sometimes i wonder you know is it just a control system is it a system that they put up so that they can maintain our concept 
of scarcity um, in the environment that we're in. Well, they can live in any amount of riches that they want because they might know sources outside of the system that we currently operate. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it does make sense. Usually the first question people ask is, what, like, what's the benefit of lying about it? Well, that would depend what the Earth actually is. Is it just seven continents and these four oceans? Is there plenty of land outside of Antarctica? Do we have an unlimited supply of water and resources and they just pretend there's scarcity so they can jack the prices up, uh, make a ton of money, use that money to control us and take over the world? Maybe. I don't know. Um, it's a good question. I don't know. Some people are just psychopaths that like to lie. Some people will just lie to you about what they had for breakfast just because, you know? So who's to say what these serial killing psychopaths that are in power think? Um, I, I don't really have the answers. All I, all I have is my eyes and experience. So what I experience feels pretty motionless. I've never felt myself moving. Um, and I've never seen a curve with my own eyes. When I go in airplanes... Since uh, since learning about this, I look and man, you can see very far, but the horizon always looks flat and it's always at eye level. So I wonder if it's just, you know, perception, perception. Uh, I don't know. It's amazing. Like they create all of these um, really uh, emotional, dramatic moments for people. Like, you know, if you say something like this to like a parent of yours and they're like, oh, come on. I was there when uh, the first person when Neil Armstrong stepped on the moon, I was there. I saw it with my eyes and I heard it. And it's this emotional thing that, um, you know, I've, is it Mark Twain that says it's easier to convince, a, it's harder to convince a fool that they've been fooled than fool them to begin with or something like that? Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's easier to fool the public than convince them that they've been fooled. That they've been fooled. Yeah. And so, and that's the thing is that we go through life and we hold these things that we think that we know are true. And if we really... Once we cement these ideas in our head and it becomes part of our existence, it's very hard to let go of what may or may not be accurate. So, um, yeah, and it's happening right now, even in this uh, last couple of years where people will be like, I know this person had that. I know this person died because of this. And even if we find out later on that the numbers weren't real, the emotions are still stored now in all of those people's experience. And as I've said before... When you store an emotion in someone's experience, it reflects into the reality. Enough people that reflect that reality, you can pretty much control the entire system. Um, so yep. that's just a, another thought to ponder. So those emotional sound bites that they cre can create with the technology that they have, you know, what other things could they do um, with technology? And you're like, man, th there's no way they could operate anything outside of this. Has to be real. And once we buy into the story that they're telling us, then that is the minute that we start creating their reality and not ours. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, what a what a topic. I have so many questions, uh, and I can't wait for our guest mm -hmm. to answer them all for me and, and see if he can fully convince me one way or the other. To me, there's just so much probability of anything, you know. So um, perhaps we mm -hmm. live in what looks like a bowling ball, and one of those finger holes is full of land and water, and that's why it looks flat to everyone. And that's why the flat earthers think it's flat. But the earth is much larger than they know it is. You know, maybe it's mm -hmm. maybe we live in one percent of the actual earth and we think it's the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know what's going on because I can't go explore Antarctica and I can't go high enough to look down either. Um, and isn't it interesting yeah. that the only treaty that's never been broken is the Antarctic Treaty. 
where all these governments that are horribly scary enemies uh, all work together to preserve Antarctica, guard it with military, and uh, won't let anyone go there. It's just for science and military. What? Mm-hmm. We're going and exploring space, <laughs> but we don't even know what the fuck is in the ocean or in Antarctica? What is going on? There's questions about yeah. like what's going on in the Amazon. Why are we exploring space when we don't even know anything about the goddamn Earth? Like, what the fuck, people? All this is actually so bothering to me. It's bothering that it could be a lie, you know, because the implications are so strong. People go, well, it doesn't matter what I live on. I still have to go to work. Like, yes, that that's true. But if these people are willing to lie about this, what won't they lie about? You think anything else is real in life? If they'll go to this extent? Yeah. So the implications are very just freaky deaky to me. Question. How on earth is it not windy at all one day? The next day it's blowing from the south, lightly. The next day it's coming from a northeast wind, but a little heavier. While the earth is spinning a thousand miles an hour in the same direction, how do you create these different gusts of wind or no wind days? Yeah. Any idea? Because I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of peculiar things about the way that the uh, Earth works. And, you know, it's funny, like, like you say, they, they're, they're going to space exploring all these things. They can't even figure out the weather from day to day, as they say. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, um... t- we need to take a look at this uh, thing they said they went to space in in the 60s. If anyone yeah. actually looks at this evidence and still believes it, Mm-hmm. Guys, just check yourself straight into a mental institution, okay? This mm-hmm. looks like worse than what an elementary school project looks like. It is the worst looking piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. You can't even believe that that thing wouldn't break if you sat in it. Never mind, go to space. It is so yeah. ridiculous. And then there's the people, oh, I I seen it. I was watching uh, Armstrong, the first man on the moon. Oh yeah? Well, who the fuck filmed it then? Someone was <laughs> there with the camera when he started walking. And guess yeah. what? They left that son of a bitch behind because he filmed them leaving too. Yeah. Wake up. That was obviously a hoax. It's and the we, dumbest we, thing I've ever seen in my life. We have problem with cell phone signal right now. Never mind how far away is the moon and they have this perfect connection with exactly what's going on in real time. Like, I Yeah, they're know. talking to the Oval Office with no delay, right? Was that Nixon? He's on the phone. Yeah. And in his office while he's on the phone, he has a picture of Earth from space sitting beside him. No one connected that dot either. It's absolutely ridiculous that anyone could even believe that. Our cell phones didn't even work on planes 10 years ago. Yeah. They didn't during 9-11. That's for mm-hmm. sure. So if you're going to tell me they did in the 60s, some astronaut had the technology to call back home. Yeah. Oh, guys, uh, I don't like to, to say anyone's crazy for thinking stuff because I think mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy stuff. But if you spent any time at all, any time, <laughs> examining the evidence from that moon landing and you still believe it, yeah. I don't know. There's just no hope for you because you, <laughs> you're you not capable well, of your own thoughts. That's all that yeah. means. And, and I it mean, does. It's unfortunate. A lot of people believe it, but man, yeah. trust me, they didn't examine the evidence. There's no examination going on. In the time they did it, they did a good job of convincing the population of what was happening, uh, that they had achieved something, and who knows to what degree or reasons or political reasons, because we don't really know the whole story. There could be other political reasons why they wanted to win the space race, as they say. 
um, who, who really knows exactly the full story and why they've gone down the road that they have. But then once you make those decisions, you have to back it up for the uh, eternity, especially now that we're in the information age and we can dig up all the stuff that they tried to sell us. Um, they're probably like, shit, we didn't know they were going to be analyzing our videos 60 years from now in uh, HD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? They probably thought they'd show it on TV and that would be it and they got away yeah. with it. And They don't care. It's I don't like, know. Yeah. But it, it's absolute insanity. And none of that means it's flat. That just means NASA's lying. Yeah. And just as we discussed, the pictures of Earth from space, mm-hmm. there's not one of them. These aren't pictures. Yeah. This isn't a I picture. Mean, at the very minimum, they're, they're telling us half-truths. Because maybe there is some truth to the idea. Maybe some of it is partially correct. But there's definitely missing elements that, uh, that are pretty important and relevant um (laughs) that you know like i say like we were talking about before require all kinds of magical elements to actually hold it together um Mm -hmm. so i don't know if you want to go much deeper into this i mean me and you have already kind of gone down to the spot where we we don't really necessarily believe the shape that we're told i think is kind of where we're at and we're trying to figure out exactly what we live on that's kind of like when you are start thinking about the world around you what do we really live in who are we and um, you know, we can also think that, well, get depressed about it. Well, shoot, we're lied to, or we're living this system. And if you start getting into it, I know for me, sometimes I, I feel a little bit down, like, well, what can I ever do about it? But it's actually a pretty hopeful thing to think like, well, if this is just a small group of people that are controlling this idea, as soon as we understand that they're not telling us the truth, we can actually break free and do our own thing. Maybe there's more lands we can explore. Maybe we can get rid of some of these power systems. Maybe we can actually become sovereign and and do things, um, live in ways that allow us to be free. And um, and that leads us to that whole other idea uh, in topic number two that we'll get into in a second of anarchy. Um, but before we get into anarchy, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say about uh, Flat Earth before we kind of leave it into the hands of the... Yeah, I, I don't really have a, a lot to say, like unless we're going to go super into everything. But um, basically, none of my questions can really be answered. And you obviously, nobody can feel us spinning. We just take the word for it. And I don't know. I find it interesting. I And I also find it interesting that we'll actually never know because, mm-hmm. like I said, Antarctica is literally just you know, <laughs> protected by military. That's the, you'd have to go there to be able to prove this stuff or high enough. And, and the only people that go high enough are, well, well, there's a couple of flat earthers that put uh, hot air balloons way up, like 100,000 feet high with cameras and it looks flat all around, but they don't point one down, which I don't really like. I would like some more camera angles. So nothing really makes sense to me. And that it just keeps me open to all kinds of possibilities. Like I said, I don't like to believe too much that I can't prove in a court because why? Like, why tie myself to some belief? And then I'm going to get new evidence and now I'm going to have a new belief. Like, stop believing stuff that you don't know is true. Yeah. Just think about it. Like, I, I think about this. I think it could be true, but I'm not yeah. I'm not tied to anything. When I get new information, I just think more about it, you know? So I guess we can wrap that up. It's a little bit of an intro. When we have Dave Weiss on, he's going to be going... He's going to be going hard in the paint. Uh, we're going to have video by then, and he's going to be showing models and stuff. And it, yeah. to be honest, it's kind of fascinating. I just, I don't really know what to say other than um, I thought NASA could prove it, and and they they don't. They, if anything, they prove 
But they don't prove it's flat, but they, they certainly don't prove it's a ball. Uh, like, there's just no evidence. They've given us no evidence. And, and that includes space as well. There's not one picture of a planet. They're all the same CGI, except when you look up Saturn or you look up Jupiter, it's all the same picture. But the Earth is different every time. It's bizarre. Um, that and, you know, you can't have two pressure systems next to each other without separation. That's just physics, right? So when you're in space in a vacuum, I don't understand how the rocket can even fly because there's nothing to push off of. Yeah, I think this is all crazy. And there's guys like Elon Musk out there now making it super popular, saying he's landing rockets and stuff. I'm calling bullshit. That doesn't look real to me. The launching a Tesla into space, I watched live. I see the green screen flicker. I have a green screen. I know what that was. They're full of shit. They're full of shit, man. Elon Musk is in the club. This is a guy that allegedly created X.com, which is like the first digital money. Then went on to create stuff like Neuralink, which is a chip that's going to go into your brain and hook up with AI. Uh, electric cars and uh, better energy systems. So he's going to control the entire electrical grid worldwide. Uh, he's landing rockets in his spare time, doing underground tunnels. Like, give me a break, man. You can't even manage a McDonald's and have time for other shit. This is ridiculous. How does he have so much damn time? I don't have time, man. I watch my kid and I'm lucky to get anything else done. This is impossible. Uh, and so I just I just don't buy it. I think these governments are just robbing us, robbing us blind, man. That NASA budget is so ridiculous. 60 million a day adds up, guys. We could feed the whole world. We could just squash homelessness. We could do everything. We could have the best, the best world with our tax money that's abused. And it's abused in so many ways. Um... And I'm just sick of trusting liars. I'm so sick of trusting criminals' words. They have to prove to me without a damn doubt. They have to be able to just go, case closed. And that's how I have to feel to believe anything they say now. Why do we give them the benefit of the doubt? So, yeah, this whole topic just like, yeah, it interests me. It, it it's I don't even know how to put it. But I'm looking very much forward to interviewing this guy, asking questions, having him explain stuff, and seeing if he can actually convert someone in our audience or or anything and please i want to hear from you guys go ahead and say i'm retarded i don't care i can handle it i know this sounds crazy <laughs> but then again you have to remember that i'm saying i'm open to it and not, i'm not here telling you that it's flat but i am here telling you that i have a lot of problems with this spitting ball shit that they can't seem to prove anything uh other than with the explanation <laughs> of magic just oh yeah well there's uh, there's gravity holding the ocean in place upside down while the mosquitoes fly away uh oh okay thanks criminal that lies for a living anyway let's get on to it because the the liars are the government and that's our next topic right anarchy that's true and i love that rant um because there's so many things that we could talk about even with that but we'll get into it with dave for sure um i want to say one thing though anytime okay. that you need an entire um, a whole bunch of people like think about all the media created in the last 50 years about space and how many times it gets put in front of you um, and how and how that belief has just been worn into uh, how things are people say well no that's just because that's what it is and people are super interested in it but why are they creating movies and all these things that are science fiction <laughs> but all science fiction so all science lies just seem to be movies about space <laughs> um, mm hmm do you know what I, I mean? I mean, I guess there's good money in it, is what most people would think, but 
Maybe yeah. it's to program you to believe it's real. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people understand the subconscious and how much of this just is a part of you, whether you think it or not, it's in you. You're digesting yeah. all of this. Everything that yeah. you interact with uh, is a part of you. And like you said, projecting outward into the world. So, man, it's just such a crazy topic. I can't even... Everyone's going to think I'm an absolute nutcase, and they probably won't even <laughs> listen to this whole thing. They'll just be like, oh, yeah. Milo's a, he's a retard. He thinks the Earth's flat. Well, whatever. I don't even care if you think I think that. I think it could be, though, because that's all I've ever yeah. seen. I've never seen a curve. I live in the prairies, bro. Yeah. All the way from Manitoba through Saskatchewan, you're not going to find a goddamn curve. That's a lot of land. they got to make that up somewhere. They can't make it up in the water, according to science. I'm very confused. I don't know what I live on. <laughs> so... Go ahead. I don't want to think like people that don't have an open mind anyway. So go ahead. Let me have it. No, this is such a good topic. And it's funny to watch you get worked up because in my head, I feel the same way. And, you know, um, it's just such a topic you could dive into. We could probably do like a series of episodes about everything because there's hundreds and hundreds of proofs um, for flat earth. But there isn't really any proof for globe earth, only theories that um, require magic. Um, yeah, <laughs> so they all, every formula to, pr- to prove that stuff involves magic, yeah. which just blows my damn mind. And does, speaking yeah. of which, we might as well let people know where they can actually find this stuff. You know, if you yeah. want to look into this for yourself before our guests, please do. Oh, you can yeah. look up guys by their name. So guys that I think provide good information are Eric yeah. Dubay. Yep. There's a guy, uh, his channel's called ODD TV, so just Odd TV. He's got some great documentaries. Uh, there's a guy called Dave Murphy, D Murphy 25 on YouTube. Um, and the guy we're going to be interviewing, Dave Weiss, is uh, D I T R H on YouTube. Those are great places to start. I've watched countless hours of their material uh, because I find it fascinating. It's so interesting, it's so much better than another bullshit Hollywood movie. <laughs> Even if it's fake and it's bullshit, everything's bullshit anyway. So, like, yeah. enjoy it. Look into it. Try to have an open mind. Laugh at them. Watch it to call them stupid. But it mm-hmm. is some sort of eye-opening shit. <laughs> it blows me away every time. Yeah. Every time. And uh, and there's books. Great books, man. We won't even get into craters, the crater earth theory. but uh, yeah. Oh, a- yeah. So, like, there's other theories I find fascinating that I think might even have a better chance. Uh, yeah. The crater earth theory is one I, I really like. I think that's pretty cool. And it's right in the middle. Uh, like I said, like a bowling ball, right? Like we could be on a big ball, but where we live is flat. That in a crater that filled with water. Um, makes sense. I don't know. The guy does really good work. I can't remember exactly what his name is, but we can talk about him another day. Yeah, th- this is all so crazy. Uh, there's a book called 200 Proofs The Earth Isn't, uh, isn't a Spinning Ball, I believe. You can check that out. You can look for that on Amazon. There's a book called 16 Emergency Landings that Prove the Earth is Flat. Uh, People, you know, giving birth in the air, so they have to make an emergency landing. But according to the globe, they just went way further out of the way to make that landing. But on the flat Earth map, it's a perfect straight line. Um, So there's at least 16 of those in a novel. Uh, There's all kinds of stuff I've come across, and I, I just find it fascinating. Flight patterns are another really big one. Yeah, it's uh, I make sure I don't close my mind. I I want, yeah. I want the full experience of life. You know, I don't need people <laughs> to tell me what to think. I'm just gonna keep thinking even if it's crazy. So, yeah, at least you're using your brain, right, Dave? That's the whole thing. 
Yeah, I mean, whether I'm right or wrong about anything, at least I'm thinking. So, dig. Sorry, we're going to keep on cycling back into this topic because it's so deep, right? It's like... <laughs> I, I, I find it fascinating. I just, I don't yeah. know. I want to say one thing like that is so weird. Like, I'm in Mexico right now and I met this guy and uh, he wanted to get his retirement visa in Thailand. Well, from Mexico to Thailand, you think you'd just take a hike straight across the Pacific Ocean. But he has to go fly to Turkey to get there, which is the opposite direction. And it seems like a lot farther around, but, you know... <laughs> I don't know. When you start like, looking into flight patterns, they make way more sense on a flat Earth. Yes. Uh, That's just another one of the evidence that these guys always use. Yeah. They have a lot of answers, and the, the globe people don't. They just go, you're an idiot. Case closed. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mike's dropped. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Great debate, yeah. dude. Um, okay. Yeah, it just blows my mind. But anyway... We're gonna we have a whole nother episode on that coming with someone that's very knowledgeable. I want to tell you that everybody knows anarchy is chaos. Without government, crime would be rampant. It's just a dumpster fire, right? Yeah. Well, of course. Well, isn't that isn't that what we see in the movies? Isn't absolutely. That what we see in the movies, Dave. <laughs> that's all part of the uh, the programming your subconscious to think that. We absolutely need government controlling every aspect of our lives. But in reality, I'm an anarchist. And like we were talking earlier, I didn't even really know it. But like, I know we don't need government. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, Most of my issues with government is just their greed and their power and how they scale themselves up to be just this big, big, powerful entity when they really just should be providing a small service. So, for example... Our healthcare in Canada is free. It's become a huge business for them. They're abusing our tax money, giving their friends contracts, way overpaying uh, for underperforming services. It's horrible. In my mind, at most, the government should be a service. Mm-hmm. And that should be open sourced accounting. If Jack Dorsey can donate like a billion dollars, like he did, what, a couple of years ago for this whole COVID thing, and open source uh, accounting was used right online you can click it you can see where every dollar is spent that is a system i can get behind for government but even in that case you don't need a government to do it we can have a private sector do stuff like that for us yeah i don't know i'm not a government guy i don't think we need government at all Mm -hmm. Uh, but at most a very small amount of it and i would like them to have absolutely no power (laughs) at all and police i'm not a big police guy do we need them no Police is just a, a, a word that means two different things. It's policy enforcement and peace. So there's peace officers and there's policy enforcement officers. And a police officer is both. But they spend all their time enforcing policies and not really protecting the peace. Yeah. I don't know if we need shit like that. I don't need these restrictions. They just they add law after law after law. None of them are actually laws. It's just legislation. Oh, now we're adding mandates. Like, what is this? Mandates aren't laws. They're not legislation. They're complete bullshit. They just say, hey, if you think you should wear a mask, then wear one. And everyone thinks that that means they have to or they'll go to jail or something. It's, it blows my mind. But anyway, now I'm rambling. I'm way off topic. Talk to me about anarchy <laughs> and volunteerism. No, you are definitely on topic. It's just uh, it's fun to watch you kind of go off because there's so many things to talk about in this one, too. Um, and especially when you start talking about what is people's perception of anarchy, right? Like you said, um, everyone knows anarchy is chaos. And um, 
it's funny because that is the first image that most people get. They think of like a street where there's little people breaking windows and maybe there's like a you know something on fire and you know and uh, and there's just no rule of law and that's just the way it is. But in reality, anarchy is something that most people practice every day um, <laughs> because most what anarchy is told to us by media and what it actually is in practice it's um, it's about doing everything consensually, right? Anarchy is that there is no ruler, that everything is consensual and voluntary. And that's why some people will call it voluntarism instead of uh, anarchy, because the word anarchy has just been completely slaughtered and used and weaponized, right? Um, But if you think of it from the perspective of voluntarism, where everything that I participate in my life, I should have control of. And if I have control... You should do it because you want to do it, right? Yeah, exactly. You can't force people into a contract. It's like saying... (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, and this is actually a great example because kings used to say, I have the right to sleep with your wife. Uh, but really, the the reality is, is that that's kind of like rape, right? Um, because they're, go- they're doing it against their will. But everyone should be able to choose whether they enter any contract, whether it be with, you know, in sex or if, uh, if they say that they want to support a certain idea or bill and whether it's financial or whatever. Um, most people are reasonable and they're not going to try to hurt each other or um, or do anything dishonest. They say, hey, you know, you have an apple. I'd like the apple. I'll give you five a dollar or whatever it's worth. Five dollars if it's a really expensive apple, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you give them the apple and, you know, there's an exchange and that's that's anarchy in action. Um, you know, and right. the difference is, is like statism. And I think, I, you know, I sent you a video with Larkin Rose. Larkin Rose is a really good guy to listen to when he, to talk about anarchy. And there's many others. Um, uh, I think there's a show called a podcast called Anarchast that if you wanted to dig into these topics deeper, you could. But um, the main idea here is that um, it doesn't ha- like anarchy doesn't mean chaos. Anarchy means that it's you're voluntarily entering a system uh, that there is no force control. And the control systems that want to have the control over what is going on, they don't want you that if you believe in anarchy, then they have no control over you because you control yourself. So you're not part of their system. So they need you to fear anarchy because they need you to be part of their system. Right. The only power they have is in your belief. And that sounds like a weird thing to say, but it's true. Anyway, I'll, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that, Dave? That sounds about right to me. I, I haven't really thought about it too much until we decided we we're going to talk about it on the podcast. And yeah, I mean, it all really makes sense. Like we don't, we really don't need large government um, in order to have peaceful life. For example, we're talking like people would be like, well, wouldn't we be in more danger of being robbed and violence and this and that if there was no government systems and police? Well, (laughs) yeah, but now as uh, that guy was saying in that video, sorry, I forget his name already, Larkin, right? He was mentioning that's like saying, okay, so we're going to rob everyone in the world to make sure that you don't get robbed. Like, that's just like, it's a stupid place to start to ensure that you won't get robbed is by starting with forcibly being robbed for your tax money and stuff. You know, it, uh, it doesn't really work. And none of this money goes towards helping us. Just so you guys know, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Things like the road, you know, Mm -hmm. the tax comes off at the pump. That money is supposed to go into road repair. Allegedly less than 10% of it actually does. And that 10% is abused. Like I said, they give the contracts to their friends. They way overpay for underperforming quality products. It's absolute garbage. 
So maybe we get 2% of the actual value of the money we put away for the roads in Canada. It's just, it's super criminal. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think we need government at all. Maybe in the most limited capacity. But then again, we don't need to call it government. There can be private services that do things for us. Um, if we didn't have police, how would we ensure that we're all safe? Well, we could have the right to bear arms. Everyone can have guns. Um, like I was saying earlier, I think we could like literally put like a police siren on every roof in Canada. And if you're in trouble, you set off your alarm and your neighbors all come out with guns. Anyone want to fuck with an entire armed neighborhood? I doubt it. You know, like there's there's private security yeah. that people hire today. So why can't we have private security for neighborhoods? Um, they don't need all this power. They can be peace officers, you know? Yeah, there's just something about the system that it just isn't right. You know, there's so many better ways to do it. We don't need people that have low IQs that apply for jobs and have the right to kidnap you, cuff you, and throw you behind bars until you prove yourself innocent and stuff. That's crazy. That's crazy. I should never have to deal with people like that, and I have. Why? Like, yeah. it is, um, I don't know. Just, that, you go ahead. Yeah, no, it's because they show up and they say, hey, I'm here and I'm doing my job. It's like, you're doing your job, but do you have your own brain? Like, do you, are you thinking? We're not in a contract here. You're uh, enforcing some other idea, uh, ideology that I have not complied to. And you're thinking that I'm a criminal because X, Y, Z, but I have actually not committed any criminal act. <laughs> uh, a great example. Uh, it, I was in, I'm in Mexico right now. I went out for dinner the other, yesterday uh, for afternoon drinks. And I ordered some drinks and he brought me four drinks. I ordered four drinks. He says it's two for one. At the end, he wanted to pay, charge me double for what the drinks were, like a really high amount, like say a thousand pesos for four drinks, which is quite a bit. If I know anything about the peso, usually it's about 80 pesos for a drink or in a fancy place, maybe 140. Um, and anyway, so I asked them like what was going on here. And I said, well, that, that's extreme. Like you said, it was two for one drinks. Well, it escalates to the point where it's like, I didn't escalate it. I talked in this tone to everybody. But all of a sudden, I had like seven staff members. They called police officers. Um, and they were like, oh, I'll give you 20% off to appease you or whatever. And then all of a sudden, the police officer showed up. And they're like, oh, well, you either pay the full bill or you or you go to jail. Yeah, I mean, um, and it's not even, this wasn't actually about the, the, the expense. Because I could definitely afford the $80 or whatever it was for alcohol. Yeah, it wasn't about the expense because uh, it's like 80 bucks for alcohol, but I was only buying four drinks. So 20 bucks a drink in Mexico is pretty expensive when you're having uh, cheap drinks on a Friday afternoon. So I was kind of... Anyway, they changed their tone and because they had the power of the state behind them, they said, either you pay your bill or you go to jail. <laughs> Which eventually I got an English speaking cop and we ended up working things out. But like it took an hour and a half and they wanted to use the power of the state to make sure that I overpaid for basically what they, they scammed me on the drinks. But um, <laughs> uh, they absolutely anyway. did. And that happens way too often. But yeah, just a, an example, like we think like, oh, well, if we have private, if we have private police, then um, then they'll just be special interest. Well, no, they have to serve the, the populace. Otherwise, they don't have a job. You know what I mean? Like, um, and right now, the yes. government has an entire monopoly, so if they are the only ones that are enforcing, then... Um, and the funny thing is, we actually, as people, have the right to do most of the things a police officer does. We have the same rights as they do. They're not any different. They just Absolutely. wear a uniform. You know? Uh, 
I know you know more about that because you've dug into some of those rabbit holes, right? I don't know if you have anything to say on that Mm -hmm. topic. Well, it's just it's called a peace officer. Like I said, the police officers are both peace officers and policy enforcement officers. The policy is that the government's bullshit uh, corporate law that none of it really should apply to humans. It only applies to persons. And that's why you have a person. Um, That's a whole nother huge podcast to go through. But they basically trick you into admitting you're a corporation so that you don't have normal human rights and you're subject to uh, the laws of the corporation, which is stuff like wearing a seatbelt in your car, which isn't a law. It's legislation and legislation is corporate law, which applies to only corporations. So they pull up to your window and they go license and registration, please. And you're handing them a contract in with your name in all capitals that basically is stating mm-hmm. This is me. I am this corporation. And they say, good, here's the fucking cuffs (laughs) or pay this fine. You know, that's how that works. But yes, you have the right to be a peace officer yourself. You can claim to be a peace officer. You can make citizens arrests. You can do all that kind of stuff. That is is actually your duty. Um, But they don't want us knowing anything about that because then you might learn something else about it. Um, I have quite the experience in this. I've been through it. I've... uh, won my cases and oh uh yeah that would be a good podcast maybe we should do that very soon maybe even next week who knows um Mm -hmm. but yeah uh please unfortunately serve the government not the people to serve and protect well they're serving all right and they're protecting Mm -hmm. but they ain't protecting you (laughs) they're serving you uh unfortunately as how it is and i'm not saying that all cops are bad or anything i'm not at all but the whole premise of it is to protect the system and the rules of the corporation and make financial gain off that and restrict people, basically. I mean, how often are you in so much trouble you need the cops to save you? I've never experienced that in my life. Yeah, I, I've had I've had very few spots where I needed to, and most of it had to do with um, you know maybe one bad relationship that I was in in my life where they showed up a few times and saved my ass. So, I mean, I appreciate that service, but that doesn't Ooh. mean... that. Just because the service, just because that happens, um, that doesn't mean that the government needs to have a monopoly on that service either. You know, hundred um, percent. And so that's the thing is that we get our we're wrapped our head wrapped around is like, well, the only way for these services to exist is if we have a government. But you have to think too. Well, all of a sudden we think a lot of us are sitting around thinking, well, I don't like the way that the world is. I don't like the amount of ta- taxes I pay. I don't like this. I don't like that. Well, the answer is to just to vote for the right guy. But then that's a false decision as well because you're choosing red cup, blue cup, but you actually don't like the liquid you're drinking. Um, so why are we continuing to play that game? You know, um, we we can actually have complete control over our own lives and our you know uh, and do that respectfully. You know, it's funny when we talk about anarchy and they say, well, the first thing that comes to mind is chaos. Well, actually, the first real philosophy in anarchy is do unto others as they would do unto you. And it's a non-aggression principle because there's no point in being aggressive to someone that's not being aggressive to you. And, uh, but that's not something that you ever find in mainstream media. You ever heard that Dave? Anyone, anyone say anarchy is peaceful? No, they make it sound like Armageddon. (laughs) Everything's on fire when you hear about anarchy. I I mean, Jesus is an anarchist. That's, isn't that exactly what Jesus is all about? Am I, I'm not a big Bible or religion guy, but I'm pretty sure that it's entirely about that, about just being good and not being restricted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, I don't think Jesus would want police that can kidnap you and put you in a cell. That's that's not what that's about at all. Mm-hmm. So I, I, as far as I can tell, the whole story of that is Jesus Christ is an absolute anarchist. Yeah. And yeah. That's but- maybe why <laughs> there are Satanists running the world because they don't they don't like that. It's true. And, you know, there are so many ways that you can describe and uh, talk about what anarchy looks like in action. Um, and that, I think that over time, it would be neat to bring that up and show you what that actually looks like. Because when we get into these other topics, I think most people would relate to the idea of what that what anarchy actually is once it's described to them in full motion. Um, now, when you talk about, OK, well, these people on the streets, they're anarchists and they believe that they are. No, they're activists. <laughs> Yes, that's that, a different word. That's not anarchy. It is not anarchy. But they'll, they'll call it that to confuse it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not the same. So. Activists, not good. Anarchy, very good. Yeah. Um, where do we go from here? Well, I we know like... touching on it. Yeah, I mean, I know that um, this is a topic that... Um, even though when I talk to Dave, I can tell, like... <laughs> he is definitely, uh, you know... Uh, there's a lot of anarchy in him as far as like what's going on or like the same belief systems. And uh, it took me a long time to figure out that I was one. And one day I was reading a book and it was walking through these principles and it was like talking about, well, you have the right to choose what goes in and out of your body. Everything is a voluntary contract. And this is actually before the pandemic and they were talking about vaccinations and other things like that. It's like, okay, well, cool. You're right. Um, I should have the choice of what goes into my own body. Um, and doesn't that make sense? Because and I'll get, I'm going to bring up an example about why it's important to have control over your own body. Um, for instance, um, let's pretend that we go down this rabbit hole and say, you know what? There's some science that say that meth actually has some health benefits. And um, all of a sudden, the government that's in place says, you know what? As a policy, we're going to start putting into a needle and we're going to inject everyone with methamphetamine, just a small amount. It's not going to harm you, but it's going to actually have health benefits and it's going to protect you from X, Y, Z. And it's going to open your mind and give you dopamine and you're going to have better lives. And so some people will be like, sweet, give me the meth, right? But like some people might say, hey, you know what? Maybe I don't want to take the meth. <laughs> or do we want them to be able to hang out around schools or bribe your children to come, hey, come have candy and I'm going to give you a shot of meth and you're doing your job, you know, for society um, if I just give you this shot of meth? Some of now I use the word meth because most people have a very strong idea of whether that's right or wrong. Now, when we talk about medicine or other drugs, um, like maybe the vaccines that are coming out, you might think, oh, no, well, those are all good. And most of the reasons why we feel that they're good are because we've just been told that. Um, And some people that look into it might realize that it may or may not be good or it might not be the right decision for them. Just like you might feel weird about if the government said, hey, you know what, we're going to inject meth into your kids okay so um and i'm not saying that that's something that the government even wants to do but i want to give you a very clear idea of when when people say that they're going to put these other uh, medicines into people that they call vaccines even though the most current one technically didn't stand up as a vaccine until they changed the definition i think like i don't know like a few months back or sometime in the last year everything becomes a blur over the last year i don't know if or last couple years i don't know if you find the same um but uh yeah, but I, I, what I'm trying to say is that as an anarchist, if you believe that you are that you don't have a ruler, that you rule yourself, that it's a contract. It's your own decision. And that's why if, if I looked at someone else and said, and they said, hey, I want to take the meth or I want to take the vaccine or whatever the intervention is that they think is important, that's up to them. 
it's not up to some ruler government to tell us what should be put into our bodies because ultimately who has to pay the price if something happens to us or something happens to my body i'm responsible for that is the government responsible for it some governments will take some responsibility the vaccine companies won't even take responsibility (laughs) and so we should ultimately be in um be able to choose what goes into our bodies because we are responsible for the consequences and that's something that is very interesting that's anarchy in action on its own is that we should have these these choices right um and uh without going too deep because then people can, can get into the well what's good for, it's not good for the for everyone right it's good, it has to be good for everyone that collective mind right and i would argue that if it's good for me it's good for everyone because that makes me healthy what's good for one person is generally good for a group of people but it's funny that they switch the argument around sometimes and they use government a lot to do this and they say well no what's good for everyone is good for you even if it's not good for you but (laughs) you're harming all kinds of people for what's good for everyone but ultimately if you just focus on what's good for one person it's good for everyone do you see what i mean like it's a weird logic to me um to actually think about these things um and so anarchy actually dives into a lot of these topics and how and not only with vaccines, like that's just a, a, a an example that's prevalent right now in the times that we live in. And hopefully that's not offensive to you. And hopefully you're, you know, whether you made a decision to uh, to do these things or not, that's completely your own. And and I think Dave and I have the same idea about that, too. It's like, you know what? Everyone has their own choice to make. And um, so I won't go too much farther on that. But anarchy in motion applies to most things, including educating your kid and taking responsibility for that. You think about like right now, we, when we raise our kid, there's an idea that we pay school taxes and we pay for everyone else's kid and whether you have a kid or not. Right. And, you know, some people like that idea and some people don't, but, um, some people would voluntarily pay for the school system that the other kids go to. And some people say, Hey, that government school system that I'm paying for isn't worth it, but maybe they had a better idea. And, but when the government has control of these systems, you don't have a way to change it. They just simply say, pay your bill. I'm, I'm supplying this government education system. If you don't pay your bill, then um, you're going go to pr- to, you're gonna go to jail or you're going to have penalties or, you know, it's enforced by guns really at the end of it. And just, just the exact same way that it was for me when I went to the restaurant. <laughs> Only it's hidden a little bit more in society with most things that we do. Um, I don't, can mm-hmm. you agree with that? I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of uh, trying to get a flavor for um, government versus anarchy. Like people having freedom is a good thing. Um, uh, I think deep down, yeah, everybody's an anarchist. They just don't really know it because no, no one thinks they should be forced to do anything. They should just be able to decide what they what they want to do. Yeah, we should not be paying these school taxes. They're absolutely ridiculous. I have to pay it in multiple mm-hmm. jurisdictions because I have two homes uh, <laughs> and I had no kids. Now I do, but like my kid's not going to school. I'm not even going to let him go. I'm letting the government mold my child's mind. First of all, <laughs> I know teachers, and they're the, some of the dumbest people I've ever met are kindergarten teachers. I don't want them anywhere near my kids. Um, so who knows what kind of teacher you're going to draw to mold the mind. You know, it's just it's not, it's not a good system. They don't learn anything that you want them to learn. You, they learn the government curriculum. You're overcharged in your taxes for it. And if we did it privately, where people actually paid for their kids to go to school, it would probably be cheaper than the tax you pay for everyone's kid to go to school. It's true. I don't know. I just don't think we need government. Yeah, every time the government every time the government gets involved, things get way more expensive. It's inefficient and the reason is it's cuz it's third-party um, spending, right? It's not it's money from someone else that 
yeah, that they don't personally consume, and so they don't care about the price and they don't care about the quality. It just has to get done. Um, some of them do, and and that's the thing too is like when we talk these ways, are there good people in government? Sure, there's good people everywhere. Are there good teachers? Sure, there's good teachers that are trying to do the best that they can sure. with what the systems they have. But is it the best system? Would we actually be able to wean the fat? And you know, the problem is, is that a lot of people want to put the responsibility of their responsibilities into other people's hands, and the government is the, the greatest way to do that. Because I can say I'm not responsible for it. I'm paying the government to do that. They can educate my kid. They can put I, I can, they can I can put my kid into daycare or a prison all day long while I go do whatever I need to do to live my life. And sometimes that's um, <laughs> I shouldn't call it prison, but it kind of is like a prison, like a you know concentration camp. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, and then at the same time, I'm going to go to work, and I don't even get by because of the other other policies that are being implemented that. Um, I don't even get, I only get to keep 50% of my paycheck. And if I do get most of it, it's because the government was so nice to give it back to me because I don't meet the poverty line. Um, you know, it's, um, uh, without getting into, like, these are really complex topics and I don't mean to make them simple or to say one way or the other um, what's good or what's bad, but I do think that um, limited government at the minimum is important. And also when we think about the fact that that absolute power that they have um, that they actually operate on an evil premise where they can coerce and use guns to force us to do things that we don't want to do. That's not a good situation to put ourselves in. You know? No, they have a monopoly on violence. Yeah. I don't want anyone to have a monopoly on violence. And I don't want to be told that I have to pay for all this shit, like property tax. What a scam. I already bought the property. How could you tax me on something I already own every single year? It's a fucking scam. Yeah. Everything is. And you know where this money goes? Yeah. Not to help you. Not one drop <laughs> of it goes in the right bucket, man. It just funds their bullshit so they can do more corruption with the money. Uh, yeah, it's pathetic. Our government is just absolute horseshit in Canada. Biggest losers I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I wish them nothing but the worst. Um <laughs> You know, screw them. I'm so sick of this that I want to move to Mexico. I'm trying to save up enough money to convince my family to go. I can't take this shit anymore. The corruption has so many layers. It's disgusting and dirty. The lies will never stop. They keep getting away with bigger things. Like we're talking about they might have lied to us about what we live on. I know they're lying to us about this virus. Whether people want to hear it or not. It's what it is. I don't really care. Uh, and they've lied about countless other things like the Twin Towers. Every big event in my life has been bullshit. And I'm sure historically what I'm told happened is also bullshit because I wasn't even there to say it's bullshit. This has got to stop. <laughs> it's just it's a huge beast. Yeah. It's an absolute way too powerful beast. And it's unnecessary. Yeah. It's the most unnecessary and thing we call ever them our... for humanity. We call them our rulers, and we know all these things that they lie to us about and everything else. And it's funny. Even my dad will say, well, they lied about that. They lied about doing this. And little things, little political issues even. They say, oh, they weren't going to do that. And then, like, two months later, they do the exact opposite. And they're like, oh, wow, you know, uh, it happens every single time, uh, three, four, five times a year. Every time there's, a, you know, uh, some kind of election or a race, there's always promises and things that are, are broken because they know it's they're just feeding our emotions to get their vote, and then they do what you know the, what the beast system needs anyway. Um, so it's like 
but we choose yeah, they them. They just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, we choose them to be our leaders, but they lie to us. It's, a, it's such an abusive relationship. <laughs> you know? like <laughs> That's because people feel like they have to choose them. Like, they're, people yeah. are actually scared to vote for somebody else that they think's better because they think it'll be a wasted vote because no one else will vote there. Yeah. Do you know how stupid of a premise that is to vote for Justin Trudeau just so you don't actually vote for someone that doesn't win? Like, what kind of moron are you? And that's what everyone in Canada is doing. It's pathetic. A, I don't want to vote anyway because I don't even yeah. want anyone governing me. Number one. Yeah. Number two, imagine picking a shittier guy because you're scared that you won't pick the winning side. Isn't it amazing that everyone needs to be right? They just have to be right. They can't. Yeah. Well, I can't waste a vote on this guy. Oh, my God. Maxime Bernier was the one guy running in Canada that said, absolutely not. We will not have uh, QR codes. We will not have mandatory vaccines. We will not have lockdowns. Oh, I can't vote for him because uh, his political party's too small. What? You're given a fucking option that you want, but you're going to vote for the guy that's going to lock you down and force you to take jabs so you have a job? People are the worst, man. They're even worse than the government. I'm all uh, fired up. I hate uh, everyone. Uh, uh, so what a know, shit show fucking joke this is. I would say the only reason that I would vote at this point because I used to be like, you know, like everyone else to say, well, if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. I guess I should vote. And I Wait, used to vote for years. Before I voted. we go even past that, if you don't vote, oh. you don't have the right to complain. Everybody knows that, right? No. Oh, yeah. If you didn't vote, then you do have the right to complain because you didn't vote for this bullshit to happen to you. I didn't vote for Trudeau to lock me down. Don't tell me I don't have the right to complain about it. You, you dipshit, you voted for this. You don't have the right to complain about it. Yeah, you're using... Anyway, that's just my stance on no, that. No, you're it's right. It's the exact opposite. Other people are using the power of the state against you to coerce you into things that you have not voluntarily decided or you have no consent for, right? And that's what anarchism is, is that yeah. we haven't consented to these things, but they're being forced upon us and that we're being raped, essentially, you know? Like, that's the... <laughs> 100%, yeah. Um, it's kind of like... Um, any, I don't know if anyone has, like... And this isn't it. You know what I mean? You go to the grocery store, you're more than happy to hand them money for the food and do the trade. But the government forces you to hand the money. And you don't want to pay property tax, I'm sure. I'm sure you don't want to pay school tax. Mm -hmm. That anarchy fixes that. You know, it's funny. One of the things that uh, really got me worked up is I had a, a Microsoft Pro, or, uh, this little uh, laptop anyways, let's say. And I had like, I don't know, like... Microsoft 8 on it or something like that. I can't remember even what it was called, Windows. And one day, I come home from doing my thing, and I look at my at my little laptop, and it had turned itself on, and it was updating to Windows 10, and I said, I don't want to do it. I wasn't able to turn my laptop off. I wasn't able to decline it. I wasn't able to do anything until it actually did it, and it did it all on its own. It, it connected itself to the internet, and it did the entire upload without any of my consent. And I was like, I was completely happy with the entire, the other system. I don't need any of this, but that just shows like, and that was like a very small thing kind of like where it shows how much power we really have sometimes about uh, some of the technology choices we have. Um, but um, anyway, I don't know if anyone else has that experience. I think newsflash, Microsoft is the government, but. Uh... Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised at all that Microsoft did that. I know exactly who they are. We could do a whole podcast on what I think of these mega cap companies. Oh. It's, it's such bullshit. It's the same thing yeah. as China. 
you know the CCP runs mm-hmm. everything. They they have their hands in Alibaba and Tencent and all the big tech companies. You got to be out of your mind to think that doesn't happen in America. They like they're gonna risk mm-hmm. someone else owning their economy. Yeah, right, man. The CIA has opened furniture stores before. If you go down a rabbit hole on the uh, history of the CIA, it's like, of course they own Facebook. You think they let some little dork like Zuckerberg <laughs> start that and have everybody's data? Are you crazy? You think a 20-year-old oh kid wouldn't no. sell that piece of shit for a billion dollars he was offered and he said no? He said no because he had to say no. That's not his fucking company. You've got to be out of your mind to think that. <laughs> Microsoft scrapes everyone's uh, data. Apple scrapes everyone's yeah. data. You know who else scrapes yeah. data? Google. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazon. Oh, are all those all the biggest companies if- in the world that are overinflated? Yeah, because they're CIA technologies. Clearly, clear as day. And you know what? The CIA is obviously in cahoots with the big banks, and investment bankers pump up mm-hmm. their assets. That's how that works. Because if they didn't, guess what? Someone else would. It's true. Do, do you not think China would have a Facebook here stealing all our data if the yeah. U.S. government wasn't already doing it themselves? Yeah. Anyone could be infiltrated. So they couldn't even it's allow so it to that- be a thing. Oh. Sorry, it's chopping out on my end, so I can't tell exactly when you're talking. Oh, so it's horrible on my end, too, but I assume I'm recording fine and you're recording fine. I think so, too. But so. yeah, our conversation sounds horrible in my ears. But it's the most obvious thing ever to me, because if you don't own your economy, someone else will. Yeah, It's that simple. Can you really afford your enemy to own your economy? Mm-hmm. Obviously not. And all the big corporations, they all follow the rules. They all make you wear masks. And all this bullshit, so all the small companies feel like they have to because all the small company wants to do is be like the big one. We can do it too. I can be a Zuckerberg. No, people, please, okay? (laughs) They don't let little dweebs like him have all the data in the world, okay? That's just, that's not a thing that would ever happen. They would say, shut the fuck up, kid. Your company's closed and they would open their own, okay? He could easily be infiltrated or any of these companies by... Anyone, the Taliban, China, this or that, they would get moles in there in no time at all. Other agents, of course that would happen. Of course they would get people in. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? For the greater good, I'm sure they think that. They literally just trick us into thinking it's a free market and they own the entire economy. The government's got so big that you don't even know where it starts or ends. It's everything. If it's a big, big, successful company, that's the government. You ever wonder why Amazon doesn't pay tax or Tesla got all these tax credits so they could scale their business? I'm sure you never wondered that because you don't think. It is definitely a thing. I'm positive of it. And it's logical. Anyway, I'll stop ranting. I'm just getting pissed off because there's just way too many goddamn dummies that are supporting people like Trudeau that are fucking making my life miserable. I want my freedom back. I want it back. I want it back now. I'm willing to fucking go to war for this. And I don't think any of my neighbors are willing to do anything. I live in the biggest pussy society I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Well, I'm beyond frustrated and ranting, but mm -hmm. I'll let you talk. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) for sure. Um, The the amazing thing is, is that all these things in our mind, like what you're expressing, that has all been put into us and now it's becoming your reality, right? And the funny thing is, is that we're always free, technically. Um technically we we're always we're always free and we can always do anything that we choose but you're right when we're surrounded by people that are creating this reality around us that is like kind of closing in very closely 
the media and all the different things that have synced up in the last year or two, it is insane to think about what the ramifications could be for society and what could happen to us as a society because we've all done this experiment together. Um, oh, it's horrible. We're, yeah. Like we're in control of ourselves, but our environment has a huge impact on you. You mm-hmm. will become a result of your environment. Mm-hmm. That's been proven over and over again. It's not mm-hmm. your DNA because your dad was in the NHL. Now you're going to be in the NHL. No, mm-hmm. your dad provides you with the environment of an NHL player. That's mm-hmm. how the kid follows in the footsteps. That's right. You don't just naturally figure it out. Yeah, he internalizes it's all about it. your environment. Yeah, he, exactly. He, he... So our environment sucks. <laughs> our environment wants masks. They want forced jabs. Mm-hmm. They want to be scared of the flu and the common cold, yeah. which amazing has never been scary before they were told it was a different name it just got rebranded and now it's the boogeyman it's just so ridiculous already we went from 31 million i believe it was flu cases in the usa alone i think that was 2018 or 2019 right before this 31 million cases of the flu to 3,000. the Mm. same year a new boogeyman showed up with the exact same symptoms we went from over a million deaths worldwide per year that you can google this don't take my word for it. Over 1 million deaths related to the flu worldwide every year. Were you in a panic then? Not a chance. Rebranded a different name? Even less people than that die? Oh, help! <laughs> it is ridiculous. And since then, guess how many people have died from the flu? Zero. Yeah. So, from 31 million cases to 3,000 and a million deaths to zero. And no one can figure this out. Yeah. It Branding, marketing, mind. statistics. Branding, marketing, statistics. Yeah, media. Over and over and over again. And I'm just sick of it. I'm, I've, I've been very outspoken about this because I'm the one whose freedoms are gone. You might be listening to this in Florida and not even noticing. Maybe you're in New York and you're just starting to notice. Maybe you're in Philly and they just finally said you need a vaccine to go into the casino. So now you're starting to feel it. Guess what? I've been feeling this for two years already. I'm sick of this shit. I want my world back. And if I'm not getting it back unless I wake everybody else up, because unfortunately they tricked us into being a society instead of individuals with individual rights. Mm -hmm. It's for the greater good. Fuck your greater good. You can't even prove this is for the greater good because there's no scientific data to back it up. My favorite is that they are, I know they already have Omicron experts, which is so funny because it's been around for like, what, six weeks? (laughs) There's already two new variants they've mentioned. Remember I said uh, in our prediction for, what was that, last podcast where we did some predictions for 2022? I said there will be a couple new variants and a couple more jabs. We've already got the variants. It's the ninth day of the year. There's already two. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? Wake up. Things don't just mutate this quickly. Never in the history of the world. We were wrong on the title of them, though. It wasn't Phi. What is, I, don't, I can't even pronounce the new one. An Ibu or... <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even pay attention. I laugh at this. Like, literally laugh at it. I've never lived in fear for one second. Yeah. I've never taken medicine. And somehow, my fat ass is surviving this. What, what's the positive People, side? Come on. What's the positive side? Like, really? I mean, one thing is, if you can actually realize that what's going on is just um, a media campaign... 
you can actually take a step back because legally they can't do much to you. I mean, you could end up in a concentration camp, but you know, um, or killed. But really, if there's anything to stand up for and believe in, it would be your own freedom. You would think. Like, I don't know if anyone seems think so. You would think everyone watch Braveheart. <laughs> I don't care if they stretch me apart like him. Like that's probably that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, um, no matter what the topic was that I felt about, like I'm not hurting anyone. I'm a healthy 35 year old male. I'm not, I, I, and they're trying to make me feel like I should walk around feeling like I'm a disease, right? Um, Absolutely. And germ <laughs> theory is what they're using, and it's a theory. It's not. It's a, also a can theory. Can you prove germ theory? <laughs> That's the whole premise of this. That's why I get so pissed off. Like these experts come on Joe Rogan, and everyone's yeah. like, "Yeah, uh, Doctor Malone, yeah." Dr. Malone makes his entire living off the premise that you can pass germs to other people and make them sick. Yeah. It is complete bullshit. It's never <laughs> been proven. That's why it's called germ theory. Yeah. That's not how you get sick, people. If you're a super healthy, super healthy person mm-hmm. and you walk past someone with the flu, you don't get the flu. I haven't had the fucking flu in decades and I'm a fat piece of shit. Wake <laughs> up. There's, that's not how this works. Oh, no wonder people, you know why people get sick when the seasons change? Your body detoxes when the seasons change. Yep. It prepares for a new season. That's it's exactly the toxins right. with from within you. It's what you put in your body. It has nothing to do with being around people. A lot of you probably have kids. You get sick or your kid gets sick. The whole family gets sick sometimes. And you're probably like, well, how does that happen? You guys eat every meal together. <laughs> Think about how many of the same toxins you share. Mm-hmm. You're in the same weather changing patterns. Yeah. Hello? people yeah well, that whip if, that- it, if it's called a theory at this point it's bullshit it's 2022 okay if it could have been proven they would have dropped the theory they don't call things a theory when they're proven yeah. so i'm pissed off about all this stuff a lot of people like what these doctors are saying on this podcast and i agree with a lot of it a lot of it is what we want to hear but the reason they're telling us what they want to hear or what we want to hear is because they know there's a market for it and we're going to look for it and they do not want us looking because when you look for stuff you might find more than they want you to know so what do they do they put up a gatekeeper guys like alex jones guys like joe rogan and once you find them that's your new information source and what does mr uh, malone stand for contract uh, contact tracing uh, testing and quarantining if you're sick great so now I'm going to go. They're going to finally accept me back in society because of my body, my choice. So they're going to finally admit they were kind of wrong on this. We don't have to take the vaccine, but we're going to have to have a QR code. And what's that for? So that when I scan it somewhere, they can go, oh, you're in close contact. Time to jam a four-foot Q-tip up your nose and put you on house arrest. That's not a good alternative for me. I don't want that either. It's not just about the vaccine. I don't give a shit about the vaccine. Take Mm -hmm. it if you want. It should never be forced on anything just like nothing should be. If you don't feel comfortable going to a restaurant, stay home, you pussy. We don't have time for this shit, okay? I don't want to be tracked for the rest of my life. And I don't want my kid to have to grow up in a world where he can't get a job or play sports unless he jabs himself with whatever the hell the government wants at whatever time they want. No. We got to put a stop to this shit. Yeah. And it's it it's everything. It's this whole thing because it's all based on germ theory, which might as well be the Big Bang theory. There's no evidence of either. 
I've watched the grossest scientific experiments, and I looked on YouTube for them again, and I just can't seem to find them. Oh, I wonder why all the germ theory experiments are buried in the algorithm. Because it's pretty fucking obvious that when people with the flu are blowing their nose in other people's mouths and they don't get sick, that you probably won't get sick by walking past them. But anyway, I'm fucking losing my mind here. This is the biggest rant and most pissed off I've ever been on a podcast, I think. <laughs> I got, oh, I got some it. stuff to do, I'm too. Maybe this. we should let you wrap this up. I'm going to go punch holes in the wall. Just kidding. I'm not. I'm chill. But <laughs> come on, guys. Like, yeah. Like, why? Why do you have to just put all your no. goddamn faith in criminals all the time? I know. Oh, the world can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. Dudes, come on. You all know Hitler was bad. That was like 80 years ago. Most presidents do four years twice, right? Eight years. That's like 10 cycles of presidents ago, and you think it can never happen again. Oh, no, that would never happen these days. What the fuck? Do you think the Earth's only 100 years old, and that was 80 years ago? Like... <laughs> Uh, I don't know yeah. what people think or if they think. It, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And history does repeat. Uh, maybe it doesn't repeat exactly, but it definitely rhymes. Um, I would say, too, is like um, when you're talking about all these elements that are going in, you're like, ah, it doesn't really matter about the vaccine. You're right. You know what? It's not. They could do it with anything. But it is one step closer to these things like um, the social credit system that they have in China. You know, they could. They That's have their, what it's for. That's exactly it. And, you know, one day they could say, hey, you know what? You, you didn't smile when I thought you would. You were rude. They could choose any decision and exercise you from society if you decide not to do exactly as you're told. And yeah, um, if you want to shit talk, I would have a really hard Facebook time in that system. Twitter, because... Like I do every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they'll just shut you down. And once your bank account's on this QR code and they freeze it because you're not a good little mm -hmm. boy. Yeah, don't challenge us. You're fucked, okay? That is not the goddamn world you mm. want to live in. So the whole point of this yeah. virus was so you would take a vaccine. The whole point of the vaccine is so you get a QR code. But once enough people have that, the system can be implemented. And they can just give QR codes to everyone if they want to re-participate in society. That's how this works, okay? They know they're not going to get us all yeah. the, to do it. So they either use force, which kind of blows their cover, and will have people start a revolution, or... They'll say, well, it's just the Omicron now. This might be the end, but we don't know. Here's your QR yeah. code. We're going to track you everywhere you go. We're going to know every little dollar you spent and every fucking step you take. For it's none the, of their fucking business. For the greater good. <laughs> for the greater good, the greater Dave. Good. <laughs> I can't stand talk like that. There is no greater good. There's um, only people. There's individuals, individual rights, and their own fucking business. It's none of my business what my neighbors do, and it's none of theirs what I do. Never mind the government's business. Yeah. Those assholes work for me. Yeah. And if it were up to me, if everyone around me wasn't pussies, oh my God. I tell you what, if this was 1890, these bastards would be hanging in the streets and people celebrating. Instead, now we're wearing three masks and fetal positioning in the corner of a room. I've never <laughs> seen anything this pathetic in my life. Yeah. Well, Dave, I have to cut you off because we're getting we're, this is running long, and I'm gonna want ask this you is to, long, and I gotta go too. <laughs> and you, I, I know I want I want you to bottle that up so we can use some of this energy in some of our new ones. I want to say one last thing, and you're talking about voting, and you know what? I the only reason I would vote again is if they had three options on the ballot, you know, um, or more options, and the final option would be shut down the federal government. <laughs> How come that's never an option, right? Put it right on there yourself. No one says you have to check boxes. Fill out that yep. piece of paper, tell him he's a piece of shit, 
and you want no governance and check that box and hand it in. If everyone did that, boom. If nobody voted, boom, yeah. we don't have a government. The only reason it exists is because you're yeah. voting for it to exist. We don't need this. Everything's make-believe. <laughs> exactly. It's all psychology. This is 100% make-believe. You think laws are real? Go try to roll a stop sign. See if it works. <laughs> it's up to you. And if everyone stopped doing it, it'd stop being a law. You ever go to other countries like Mexico and see how these guys drive in both lanes fucking all over the place? It's up to the people. If everyone does it, they can't enforce it. That's like the NFL, right? They, they hold on every play. It's up to the ref to call it. Well, if they're holding all the time, they let it go all the time. If you don't hold it all, then they'll catch you when you do. It's up to you how obedient you're going to be. That's the only way this exists. It doesn't. It's not real. Yeah. None of it's real. It's all. It's all just. It's just a psychology experiment they're controlling you with. Man, I've really ranted. Yeah. People are gonna think I'm fucking crazy after today's episode talking about the Earth and all this shit. But hey, yeah. I'm open to anything well, except for the government ruling over me. And well, I think we we better yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. I I got to get on with my day. <laughs> Sounds good. Do unto others as you would have un- to do unto you, as they say. And uh, let's uh, we'll we'll go down some of these holes another day. All right. Well, that uh, concludes episode four already of the show. And um, thanks to everyone for tuning in. I'm Johnny Melrose, and I'm Dave Milhouse, and this is everybody, everybody knows. knows. Everybody knows. Maybe one day our internet feel will be good enough for us to do that in harmony. But until then. Everybody it sounded knows. good in See my next side. week. It sounded good. Oh, yeah. maybe maybe it did work. Who knows? Yeah. This Mexican internet's good uh, three out of four weeks a, a month, but uh, this week's been tough. All right, guys. We'll catch you <laughs> next time. Peace.